This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Amy Dunphy. Now, the World Cup is up and running. All the first round games have been played. Second round games begin today and we can tell you as we start recording that Iran have beaten Wales 1-0 in goal, winning goal scored in overtime after the Welsh goalkeeper had been sent off. But to discuss the tournament now, what we've seen so far and what's to come, I'm joined by John Giles and Liam Brady Liam, you just watched Iran and Wales and John also. You both seem to think that Iran deserved it. They did, Eamon, yeah. They hit the post uh, twice in the second half uh, with really good shots. Um, of course, uh, Wayne Hennessy, the goalkeeper, getting sent off with 10 minutes uh, to go. Um, they were really up against it. Looked very, very hot. Gareth Bale didn't really show anything. Aaron yeah. Ramsey didn't really show anything. It hasn't been a tournament for the oldies just yet. No. Um, they've all struggled a bit, and they were struggling quite a bit in that heat. And actually, Iran got another goal, Eamon, so they won it 2-0. So, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, a, a convincing victory for them, and they, they'll have to play the United States in the last match to decide who goes through to the next round. Right. John... You were impressed by Iran. It puts a, a good gloss on England's beating them 6-2, doesn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, like As we know, England hammered them uh, yeah. last week. But, uh, but from the kickoff today, I totally agree with Liam. Uh, Iran looked a better team. Yeah. I mean, Bale, and funny enough, I mean, I think in the last two matches, Bale hasn't kicked the ball. No, should he? He's got a penalty in the fourth match. But, Ram, yeah, I don't think he did anything. Nothing today. Neither did Ramsey would be the to be the experienced players that you're, you're looking looking to yeah to uh, do well for Wales, but it didn't. But Iran definitely, I mean, yeah, agree with Liam totally. with the better team, and they are brave men as well because they didn't sing their national anthem the other day, and they'll have to face the authorities when they go home. But they'll be able to face them with a bit more public support and confidence after that victory. Now, Liam. We've all expected this tournament for a long time. I want to forget, we've talked elsewhere about the stuff and the horrors of FIFA and indeed Qatar. But let's talk about the football. And I want to ask you, Liam, about Brazil last night. Playing Serbia, who I thought were up to halftime, were good, tough, solid lads. 
And I thought Brazil were struggling, but they came out and did the business in the second half. The longer the game went on, the more, well, I say, demoralised Serbia looked. Yeah, I like Brazil, Eamon, uh, I have to say. Um, Neymar didn't do too much. No. But, uh, uh, they've got a fine team, they're a strong team. They've got space in their, in their side as well. And I think that's been the... Uh, the the factor that struck me most, the teams that have pace and the teams that haven't got pace. And France would be one of those as well with Mbappe and yes. Dembele on both wings. Um, so, yeah, Brazil started the tournament well. Obviously, a good win. Puts them in a good position to go on and win, win the group from there. Um, yeah, they've got to be one of the contenders. I thought... I thought they might blow out with 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 Neymar, uh, yes. so so dependent on him. But they look a good all round team, and yeah. they look a, they look a, as if they can handle it, handle it physically as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask John John about Neymar. I think we all have doubts when they start talking about Neymar in the same sort of breath as Messi and Pele and all of that. And I I don't put him up anywhere near those guys. What did you make of Brazil generally, John? I thought second half, I mean, they really came came as you would expect them to do. Yeah. Very good. And I, I must confess about Rick Harrison. Yeah, he's not your favourite. I, I didn't I didn't fancy him. And Everton didn't fancy him at all. I didn't think he should have been in the Everton team. Yeah. Uh, but since he's gone to, to, to Spurs, he's definitely he booked up. Yeah. I think uh, the, the manager there would get a group of him. Uh, and last night, I mean, he scored Two two really good goals yeah, at a time goals. and they were needed. Yeah, you know this wasn't two after four gone in. You know this was really really dangerous <coughs> for them at that particular stage, and they finished up uh, like in the, the Brazil team that you would expect them to. Uh, but two really good goals. Neymar, as we know, Eamon, is a hugely talented guy, hugely talented. But it's always what is what's he going to do today? Yes, you know. Yeah, he was okay yesterday, but he's. he's I mean, the, the idea that he couldn't be mentioned in the same breath as, as Pelé, by no, means, in my opinion. No, no. Uh, but but a good, good, uh, steady win. Yeah. Uh, first win for Brazil. Yeah, Liam, the other thing that Brazil have, they have Alisson, who's a superb goalkeeper, and was called on a couple of times last night. And they have Casemiro in midfield as well. Very, very, very good player. And it, it, it sort of shows that Manchester United have got for their 60 million, is still a very, very good player. Yeah, he knows how to play that role brilliantly, Eamon, and he yep. does it very well for, for his country. He also did it very well for Real Madrid. He hasn't really showed that much for Man United yet, but, uh, you know, they have a tremendous pride in playing for the country, the Brazilians, and, yeah, that was some goal from Richarlison, the second goal. It was yep. you, you won't see a better goal than that in this World Cup. Now, as John says, Liam... Going to Antonio Conte at Tottenham, I'm surprised they brought him in. I I didn't think, but Conte obviously seen something in him, and he looks fitter, sharper, and much less sulkier than he did at Everton. So a, a coach, in other words, in two months he's been there, can actually change a player's mentality and improve him. Yeah, uh, Conte would have helped in that respect, Damon. Uh, also, uh, I think playing for a club that's I got a chance of winning things. Uh, I think at Everton, he got demoralised, disillusioned. 
and uh, he showed it with his temperament and yeah. uh, he didn't really behave himself in the best possible way. But now he's at a big club and as we mentioned, he's got a, a, a manager with a great track record, Conte, um, and he's in the Brazilian team. He's, uh, he's He must be a very happy lad at this time. Yeah, absolutely. John, I want to look at the, the shock results for a moment. Mm. Argentina losing to Saudi Arabia. Now, I have to say, I backed Argentina to win the tournament despite tipping Brazil to everyone else. Saudi Arabia ranked 51 in the world, which I didn't realise, which is quite high, really. And they hammered Argentina. They deserved it, didn't they, John? Oh, definitely. I mean, they were very, very good. Argentina didn't turn up. No. Uh, you know, they, we'd have messages. And, and I have to confess to you, I, I tipped them. Yeah. <laughs> Argentina. <laughs> For the tournament, but anyway, Saudi Arabia, their attitude was terrific. I mean, yeah, Argentina looked like a team uh, that just had to turn up to beat them easily. Yes, and they were they were caught by surprise in a big way, a really big way. And they got a gold start. And they got a yeah, yeah, Messi got his penalty, uh, and they were playing this high line business. I mean, they got yeah. away with it a bit. I must say, you know, they, there was a few. I think uh, Argentina scored two or three that were given offside. Yes, uh, but. Uh, you know, they came out on top because of their attitude. You know, their attitude was brilliant. They were, they were working yeah. working for everybody. I think Argentina felt it was going to be an easy touch. And uh, it never does. It never happens that way. So big surprise, big surprise, big shock, Eamon. Yeah, Liam, big shock. And you'd have to say, when you think of the Saudi goals, think of their energy and the way they kept, you know, their tempo high right through the game, it wasn't much of a shock in a sense. What was shocking was how poor Argentina were. Yeah, I would agree with John. I think they were uh, overconfident, Eamon, you know, yeah. and particularly not, uh, you know, when they did score two or three uh, goals that were given offside, I think they thought, well, we'll win this match without any problem anyway. Yeah. Um, but they were getting caught offside. Martinez, he, he looks a bit too slow for me to lead the line. Yeah, um, Messi is not as mobile as he used to be. You know they have to play a lot of football to feet. They yeah. haven't really got runners in their in their attack game. Right, and uh, uh, you know, looking at them uh, against Saudi, I kind of would revise my 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 judgment. I think everybody wanted Messi to go out crowning glory and win the World Cup uh, for his country. Uh, but I'm not too sure they can do it with that forward line. It looks a bit static to me. Yes, and John, I mean, they 36 games unbeaten. They won the Copa America, which is a huge deal. And yet, they looked sluggish. And it's either down to nerves or, as you suggested, complacency. There's no doubt, though, they've got to play Mexico tomorrow night and they got to beat Mexico, haven't they? Yeah, I think they got to raise it, Eamon. You know, there's yep. no like it's all it's all about attitude football. If you go out and attitude that it's going to be easy, it never is. As we all know, yep. uh, we all play the matches where you think you're going to win easily, and doesn't it just doesn't happen? You have to be at your best for every match that you play in. And I, I wouldn't, I, I'd be surprised if we don't see a totally different Argentina for the next match. Eamon. Right? Yeah, and it's it's fair to say, Liam, that we should give Saudi Arabia the praise they deserved. I thought they were very, very good in every department of the game. And the goals they scored were really top-class goals. Yeah, they were. They were uh, they're 
they're, they're a strong physical team. I think uh, uh, looking at Iran there as well, you know, they, they have this kind of physicality about them. They can all run and they're all very willing. Um, it's a great result for them. Gives them a chance again and out of the group. Argentina uh, will have a difficult game against Mexico. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, we had another big surprise with the Germans as well. I mean, again, yeah, I wanted, to a- I wanted to ask you about that, Liam. Tell me about that. Well, there again, you know, you, you have to give Japan so much credit. I mean, they work ferociously hard. Uh, I've never seen a team run as much as they did, closing people down. And physically, they were they they were at a disadvantage. The, the Germans were bigger lads, you know. Yeah. But they were so game. They were so committed, uh, and they got two great goals as well. It was no surprise. Um, to see the Germans getting beat in that second half. Uh, Japan were simply great. Yeah, John, I watched the first half of that game only. Yeah. I thought Germany were poor, but I thought they were poor coming into the tournament. They haven't had great results. What did you make of the Germans and the Japanese? Well, I, I, I definitely poor German performance. I, mean. I, I thought the Japanese were fantastic. I mean. Right. Absolutely fantastic. When you look at the, you know, the, the physique or the physical yeah, no, aspects yeah. of the game, you know what I mean? Germany were, were twice the size, but it shows you about attitude again. These yeah. lads were going to do it and do it in, 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 in a terrific way. Yeah. Getting stuck in, getting back. Getting, they, they, they'd be a great... Uh, if you want to show a team, Eamon, if they should tape that match, yeah. any, any, any manager, and show what attitude is. Yes. Real attitude is yes against the odds against the team that was well well you know Germany are a famous famous team. Uh, I must be honest at the start of the game early on when I saw I thought, thought Germany were going to give them a hiding yeah but because of their attitude and their gameness or whatever we want to call it I thought they were absolutely fantastic and and, and the credit uh, to to Japan uh, definitely and Germany will have to pick themselves up yeah and there's something that I should note which is remarkable. Japanese teams and their supporters, they clean the dressing room after the match and their supporters take all the, their stuff and they dispose of it. It's a remarkable fact and they're the only people in the world who do it. Liam, I remember South Korea in 1990 got to the semi-final. Very much a similar story in terms of effort, work rate and organisation and belief. And... Here we have it again. Another example. Yeah, they've got they've got they've, they've got a tremendous attitude. You know, they there's no no dissent in this team. There's no arguing with the referee. It's uh, uh, it's real respect for the game and their teammates and their coach. And uh, you know, I remember Arsene Wenger telling me he was over there for two or three seasons in Japan before he got the job at Arsenal, and he was telling me about the Japanese people. They're like this, you know. Yes. If they'll run through a brick wall for you. If you tell them to run through a brick wall, they'll do it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what they had to do against Germany. They really, really had to knuckle down and fight. And uh, the, the coach got the substitutes right. Two subs came on, scored the goals. Uh, but Germany were a... Oh, I'd be worried now if I was a German fan. I mean, I don't think they're going to have uh, any, uh, any chance of winning this World Cup. Um, they have a big game on Sunday against Spain. 
<laughs> well, you know, Spain looked very impressive, Eamon. Yeah, really I wanted good. to ask you about that, Liam. Let's just move on to Spain. I mean... Well, I, I would fancy Spain to beat Germany. They have such good, talented midfield players, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, re- really good. I, I, I had a doubt about whether they could win it or not because I don't fancy the centre-forward, Morata. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've seen him play for Juventus. I've seen him play for Chelsea. He just doesn't do it for me. Although he came on the other night and he got a good, he got a good, a very good goal, but it was so easy. They won seven um, against Costa Rica, who probably looked one of the worst teams in the in the in the tournament, as far as I've seen. Uh, but Spain will be will be candidates to win, and I think they'll beat Germany. And if they beat beat Germany, uh, I think the Germans are gone home. They'll they'll, yep. they'll be going out in the first round. John, it's always a question of with a result like that. 7-0, was it because Spain were so brilliant or was it because Costa Rica were very, very poor? Would you judge that? Well, the other thing, there's a certain amount of judgment in it, Eamon, because uh, you still have to score the goals. You know, your attitude yep. has to be right yep. uh, to do it. I mean, if, if Costa Rica are not up for it, well, Spain take advantage. They, and they can't do, you can't do any more than that in the game. I mean, if, if, if Spain only beat them 1-0, Eamon, you know, you could say, and Costa Rica weren't at yes. it. You say, well, Spain are just as, nearly just as bad. But you can only beat what's in front of you, and and they beat them well, seven nil. You can't really do any more than that, Eamon, You know, so no Spain, and we know Spain. I mean, Spain have have uh, terrific players, Eamon. I mean, well, they got to the semi final you know, of the Euros. They lost on a penalty shootout to the Italians. Luis Enrique, the coach. He's a big-time coach, won the Champions League, won everything with Barcelona, and very much his own man in terms of sticking with players, putting young guys in. So he is a big factor in the equation. He's very confident, very tough, but we do know they're a good side. Yeah, I would, you know, from the first round of games, I mean, you you kind of, it's all very well trying to tip people before the tournament. You really got to see them playing. You, you know? have to, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I would re- revise my... Uruguay. Uh, <laughs> well, I would revise my, my tip for that Argentina would win it. And, and, yes. Uh, uh, we'll go on to Uruguay in a minute, but Spain yeah. are definitely, what I've seen, they're definitely candidates, candidates to win the, the win the trophy. Right. Uh, go on to, go, going on to... Uruguay. Uh, Uruguay, uh, like, you know... Luis Suarez, I mean, can't run anymore. He's another one of these players that, you know, uh, he's out there. John mentioned Gareth Bale and Anna Ramsey. Uh, Messi didn't really do it. Yeah. Uh, Lewandowski didn't really do yeah. it. Uh, you know, perhaps they're all coming into this tournament with huge reputations, but they've gone past their their best. Right. And, uh, you know, if Uruguay are going to try and get out of that group, because it's a very, very difficult group, um, I wouldn't be playing Luis Suarez. He can't. He's not mobile enough. He can't run around. You know. Yeah, John. I I saw the Uruguay match and I took Liam's tip and gave it to everyone around town. So I won't be able to. Yeah. Go, I won't be able to go out for a while. <laughs> but the, the Uruguayans, they looked big, sort of big heavyweights, more like a rugby team. But Suarez wasn't really. He wasn't at it at all. And they were very disappointed because one thing about them was they always had to go. Yeah, well, 
you know, maybe it's, as Liam says, with as far as getting older, the, 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 the whole team might be getting older. Yeah, Godin, the centre half, he's thirty five now, which isn't really yeah. for for a centre half. That's okay. And Jimenez, who plays alongside him, they both played for Atletico Madrid for Simeone in their best years when they won the Champions League, for example. Yeah, yeah. Well, with the, yeah, well, the time passes, Eamon, and 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 you can only. You can. I think there's a temptation for the manager, for example, to be picking these players. You know, yes. because it's very difficult to, to leave lads out who have done a lot for their country over a long yes. period of time. I mean, and it's 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 a difficult situation, and that seems to be the case uh, with Uruguay. You know, they've they've had some terrific players over the years. There's no doubt, and they've done well in the major competitions. But uh, you know, unfortunately, time marches on. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, let's get to a subject of great interest. Liam, England. They were impressive in the Euros, although they were the home team, they just lost in a penalty shootout to Italy. And when you look at Wales' result against Iran this morning, and both of you talking about how good Iran were, England's 6-2 win against Iran, Liam, looks very, very good. And there are things about the English team, mostly going forward, Saka and these good young players, 
Bellingham, there's a possibility, is there, that England will go a long way, will go deep into the tournament and maybe be contenders? Yes, Eamon, they're, they're in a fairly easy group. You know, they, uh, they might have a tough game this evening against, uh, against the United States because yeah. the United States are, are physical, they're strong, they're willing. Uh, but I should think uh, England will beat them. They have, as you mentioned there, so many good forward players. Yes. You know, they could afford to leave Grealish, Rashford uh, and Foden, who's been absolutely terrific for Manchester City for a couple of seasons now. They're not even starters, Eamon, you yes. know. Yeah. They've got uh, Mason Mount, they've got Saka, and they've got Harry Kane as their front three. Bellingham, I liked, uh, you know, he gives he gives the midfield uh Energy he gets into the box. He showed that with his, his goal, uh, very, very important and good goal. Yeah, it was a good goal. It was a uh, uh, he, he got the opening goal. It was a good goal. He, he started off the move and then got himself in the box, and it was a real good header. So uh, I would say they have the forward players to win the cup. I'm not too sure they're going to be able to handle the better teams defensively. You yes. know, yeah, when they come up, they'll they'll. They'll probably get. They'll probably get to the quarterfinals or e- even make it to the semis. But with that defense, with Harry Maguire, I think they showed. They, it showed Harry Maguire up for what he is. He, he very good uh, at set pieces for England. He made a couple of the goals. Uh, he's also a decent distributor of the ball. Yeah, but he has no pace and he loses his marker. And Iran. He, he was at fault for the Iran first goal. So uh, I think they'll be found out defensively, but they certainly have the forward players to go deep into the tournament. Yeah. John, Harry Maguire, this is Gareth Southgate showing extreme loyalty given the problems Harry Maguire has had over the last 12 months, really. I think he was involved in off-the-field stuff in Greece on holiday and it seems to have affected him bad. But... He is showing extreme loyalty. Would you agree with Liam that it might be a costly, a costly mistake? Well, well, it, there's always a possibility of of, of that, I mean, But uh, you know, looking at the, the the matches all all last week or so, most of the teams. Yeah, I think the the performance of England, England's performance, w- would be, in my opinion, the best performance in the tournament so far. Really? Right. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, thought no. they were. I thought they were excellent. You know, they, they, yeah. they scoring the goals. And, well, but anyway, that that's what I thought during the week. That if I was as a, as a stranger coming to it, if I saw all those teams playing during the week, uh, England would be the one that gave the best performance. Right. And what about the reservations that Liam has expressed about the defence? And I must say, well, I like the right back. I like the left back actually. Shaw, who people seem to be critical of, I think mm. he's a very good player. I would have a reservation about Harry Maguire, given the season he's had, and yeah. the confidence he, his confidence. He's had, he's had a bad time, Eamon. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But before the bad time, he, he was he was he was a very very good player, and he's, he's you know I think he's only twenty six, twenty seven now. I mean they, these things happen to players at from some time in the career, yes. and then they got a grip of themselves, right? Uh, and I, I, we we, we, all, we can only wait and see, but. I th- I think that the possibility is that Maguire would go back to uh, where he was right. maybe eighteen months ago. Okay, that's what I think. But, I, I, but I, from England's point of view, 
they, they don't need a, a bad Harry Maguire, let's put it that way. Now, Liam, France, to beat Australia, it was impressive in many ways, considering Kante missing and, of course, Benzema, the Ballon d'Or winner and such a great player for Real Madrid and France, but particularly for Real Madrid in the last period. Big handicap, losing two players of that quality. Still, they showed balance, the shape, and the danger in Mbappe and the big centre-forward. Giroud. Giroud, who, who, who keeps on going on, you know, and gets his goals. What about them? Yeah, I, I like them, Eamon. I, I like them uh, uh, simply because they have pace uh, with Mbappe and they have pace with Dembele, who's playing yeah, on the very right wing. Quick, yeah. And Mbappe playing. And Griezmann played very well as well, Eamon. He's playing yes. a kind of a deep line centre forward and uh, he's got good vision and he's able to get passes away to Dembele and Mbappe. And, you know, the speed that these two lads have was frightening, you know? Yep. And uh, I, I think they'll they'll be contenders to win as well from what I've seen. Um, uh, Giroud, never never the most mobile, but I think they like him in the team. You know, he's got that presence about him. He does, yeah. And he holds the ball up well. If it's yeah, time, and he, yeah, and he gets in position to get goals. You know, I think he's equal to Henri's French record. If he's not, he might have passed it. Uh, he might, he might, Get the all-time French record um, in this world in this World Cup. So, with Mbappe, who truly is a world-class player, uh, I was impressed with France. Yeah, John, France. Well, France were very good, Eamon, and Eamon mentioned their Griezmann. Yeah, I never yeah. thought Griezmann could play. Oh yeah, he's a good the way player. He played. Yeah, he's a good but footballer. He, 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 he always saw Eamon as a bit of a, a forward player. Yeah, well, he is a goal scorer, but he's, he's, he's a, I'd say he can do both, John. He can certainly Yeah, but play. I didn't see him doing it before, I mean. Yeah. You know, I, I, I saw him as, a, as, a, as a, say, a goal scoring forward. And, but what he played the other night was, was, was the general. Yes. I never seen him play. I didn't, I didn't think he had the ability, actually, to do that. Yes. So that's a big, that's a big plus for, for the French team to have it. Because if you look at it, you don't see many players like that in the tournament at the moment. Yeah. I mean, he's the best midfield player I think I've seen in, in, in this. You know, Modric has played and Modric is still playing well. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was amazed at Griezmann with the way in which he played and the position in which he's played. And that's a huge plus uh, for France, in my opinion, uh, with the, the forward players that they do have. Right. Really I, good. Yeah, I know. I, I think I was impressed. It was Australia, and that has to be borne in mind. But Griezmann has been... A remarkable player. He's been messed around, John. You know, he was at Barcelona, then they let him go to Atletico, where he, he didn't mm. want to be. He's had a lot of career problems, not to do with injury, but to do with fitting into sides. Because as you say, mm. well, he, he has got the ability to be a midfield player, a midfield general, yeah. but he is a, he's a deadly goal scorer when he's on. And that's what made yeah. him that's what made him famous, as it were. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, Eamon. But but the, the, and he did that very very well, which is a sign of a terrific player. But maybe he's maybe in his own head and his own ambition. Yes, was to be a midfield player, Eamon. Yeah, you know because he was so good scoring the goals. He's a very yes. brilliant player, there's no doubt. But I never saw him in, in all the times I've seen him play as a midfield player. And watching him the other day, actually, I had to look at the, at the screen twice. 
and yeah. see if it was really him getting in the position no, in the deep positions to link everything together. I, 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 I never saw him doing that for, before. If I was a goal scoring uh, player, definitely a very, very good one. But he, he might actually be in the position that he always wants to be in. Right. Liam? Doing what he's doing now. Yeah, I have to agree totally with John. I was surprised at how deep he was playing. You know, Deschamps hasn't kind of picking the ball up, starting things off, and he had a terrific range of passing, you know, and he can yes. see he can see when Mbappe makes a run, he can get it over the top of the of the full back for him and things like that. I was I just like John, I was saying Wow, I didn't know he could do this, Griezmann. You know, we've not seen him play this role before. But Deschamps has a has a really good forward line with those four guys yeah. in the team. You know, Griezmann, uh, Dembélé on the right, Mbappe on the left, and Giroud up front. Right. I just want to ask you both a final question. It's the same question to both of you. John, let's start with you. The quality of the football that we've seen in this World Cup, I watched Cameroon yesterday morning and I watched a few of the African sides. The Saudis are a good example. It seems yeah. to me that when we first saw the African sides, I saw, tw- say, 20 years ago, they weren't very well organized. They weren't very well committed. But what I'm seeing now is even the smaller sides, the lesser footballing nations, not nations, lesser footballing yeah. nations, like Iran, like Saudis, like Cameroon, who had lost their game. The quality of the play, pace, the quality of the of the technical ability of the players has gone up hugely. Would you, yeah. am I wrong or would you agree no. with that? No, I would agree entirely with it, I mean. uh, it, it takes time, you know, when, when, when America started and Canada yeah. started, it, it's, it's not that long ago. Yes. I mean, I, I went to America, Manchester United in 1963, which is a long time ago, and we played American teams. They were hopeless. You couldn't kick the ball, yeah. Yeah. but it shows you that the, you know what a great game soccer is. Yes, that it can be learned in all the different countries, and and that's what's happened. You know, with all these countries you're talking about twenty years ago. Yeah, uh, it's a long time in football. Yeah, but when they take it, when they have taken it seriously, really seriously, and getting coats and attitudes and all the various things, it it it, it tells you what a great game football is. It can be learned, but in the right way. It can. Uh, go to countries that had never played before and, and become good teams, as, yes. we're, seeing, as we're seeing now. Uh, it, it's a great credit to the teams that do it, but the game itself that can be learned. Then. Yes. You know, if, you, if yeah. you look at them with other games, whether it be, say, basketball, you have to be seven feet. If you're playing American football, yeah. if you're playing rugby, it's, it's rough and it's tough. Yeah. It's a great game. But it's, it's, soccer is, is, a, is, is a great game for kids playing. You don't need a lot of money to, to, to provide yes. them with it. The things that's needed, so it's 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 a credit to the game that it has increased and improved as much as it done in the in, as you say in the last twenty years. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, Liam, I was that just occurred to me when I was watching Cameroon. I was watching Iran. That the standards gone up, and you'd know more than most because you a you were the head of youth development at Arsenal, but also you played in Italy and you've seen a lot more of it. Would you agree that the standard of what the lesser footballing nations has gone up hugely? And, of course, that's something that here in Ireland we need to note. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've, gone, we've gone backwards compared to the, yeah. the, the players that we used to produce. Um, yeah, uh, I would agree. Um, and if you look at 
you know, where these African players or Asian players, it might be South Korea, it might be Japan. If you look at where they're playing, they're all playing at teams in Europe, you yes. know. Yes. Uh, half that Japanese team was in uh, playing yeah, Germany. Of them. Eight of them playing in Germany, yes. So they're, they're, they are, these are really good players and they're getting, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're able to demonstrate that now at, at World Cups was for going back 20, 30 years. We always thought they were a bit naive, a bit, uh, you know, they'd, uh, they'd gift you goals and things like that. But they've learned really how to play the game. And that's why many of them are operating in Europe, you know, even yeah. even uh, even the, the Iran team today, a lot of them are playing in, 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 in Europe, you know. So, um yeah, I'll, I'll full credit to them. John is absolutely right. The game of soccer is is brilliant for that, you know. And it's and the game of soccer has improved all over. Yes, uh, we have to ask questions. I know <laughs> you're going into something different. You'll have to ask questions of why we're not producing. Yeah, but that's, uh, you know that's maybe for another day. Another but, conversation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, you look at you look at the so-called nations that weren't weren't. Uh, Good at soccer twenty, yeah. thirty years ago, like Japan, like South Korea, like Iran, like the United States of America. They've all improved tremendously. Okay, John and Liam, John Giles and Liam Brady, two great players, two great analysts. It's great to have you on the podcast this morning. We're grateful to John and Liam, to all of you who listened. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.